Welcome, welcome to another episode on the Zoe Life Podcast, also known as the Life of the King of the Zoe Life Podcast. And wow, what an episode it was last week. I'm totally excited about today's episode as we continue in the series that he may increase. Now, a quick recap for those of us that were not there. This episode, in this episode, we got to speak so much about the sacrifice, which was Jesus and his death, what it meant, how he went about it, why he went about it. And we built the, the contrast between what was man man's way and what was jesus's way how did he go about this he became the one person single-handedly that was able to cause that which was impossible that which was utterly closed to be opened up and that there may be now a way for all men that had fallen short to come back onto the standard or come back into the very presence of god how did he do this he did this by dying dying so we ended on the note of the illustration of the woman meeting jesus at the dinner and pouring off oil ointments or precious ointments on the head of jesus now scripture says this is for those of you that need to know this is from matthew the book of matthew chapter 26 from verse 1 to verse 7 I think and we ended on a note and we realized that okay Jesus is happy about what is happening that a woman is pouring her perfume on his head while the disciples are very enraged like and we drew the illustration that imagine this you had something worth two million dollars that you could sell it and make two million dollars with them but you pour it on somebody else's head Meaning that now you've esteemed whoever you've poured it on as worth that two million dollars. And the disciples were so enraged because why should you waste such money? Now Jesus says, don't be annoyed. She's preparing me for a burial. And we wonder, I mean, I used to wonder how does this relate to his burial? But then we got to understand that it wasn't just about the matter of the fact of the pouring. It was the act or the service. What she did was to pour something of ends, like an essence, or to pour something of significant essence that something else may be esteemed. And it was just like exactly what Jesus was to do in a couple of days after the day of Passover. Scripture says that he laid down his life for us, for our transgressions we notice something over here right the disciples were not happy about this why because even though to someone be like oh they are thinking let's sell it and give it to the poor there was a selfish intent behind this because they are doing ministry and ministry was difficult like i mean why can't you just do this and get money so that at least you will not be suffering because did we ever think about it how did jesus sustain this ministry they needed money and so to, to you it may be oh it's not selfish but there was a selfish intense there why because man has now the likelihood to be thinking about themselves in comparison to thinking about other people and so jesus by virtue of what he was doing and even by virtue of what this lady point the the ointment on his head did was to give away essence 
that another person may be glorified. And that is exactly what was done on the cross. So let's open our Bibles. Let's read something. You know, over here, we always read something from the scriptures. Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, verses 33 diagonals. And it says, And when they were come to the place which was called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be the Christ, the chosen of God, and the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, If thou be the king of Jews, save thyself. And the superscription was also written over him in the letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And the other malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself in us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we received a due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. Now, I love this so much because when you, you realize the whole trend of events, it says, okay, Jesus is taken away for to be sacrificed, he's crucified. And they sought to make so much of like a disgrace to him and so imagine this like you know when you, if you watch a movie with subtitles imagine subtitles in english french spanish she gone it's like they want everybody to be able to understand what is happening over here so they write his king of jews in a sarcastic way in different languages in different languages now one amazing thing that we see here is that he which is the people around him jesus the thieves around him one of them is saying okay he's trying to rebuke him and trying to condemn and trying to make him look as less whilst the other one is says don't do that can't you see that he's done nothing wrong and so we see over here that there's an essence being poured out and people realizing an essence that there's a decreasing of Jesus and his life, of his, his, like, dignity. He's embarrassed. He's caused to be shamed. He's reduced. I remember that I heard this thing some time ago that even in those times, one of the most embarrassing ways to die was to die by cross. It was the worst thing. It was reserved for the worst of criminals. And he died not by any other way but by a cross hanged for everybody to see for something that he did not do now he did all of this that we all which is human beings all of us will come back onto the very standard of god he didn't do this for himself he did it for us and so continuing with the reading from luke it says and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest 
unto thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And verse 44 says, And it was the sixth hour, and there was darkness all over the earth, until the ninth hour, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the mist. When Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. Now when the centurion saw was that he glorified God, saying, Certainly, this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that side, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him to Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. Look at this. Now, scripture is saying that now something happens when Jesus dies, and even though he dies, he says, Okay, God, I'm giving this unto you, I'm giving this back unto you. He was the one that was able to lay down his life and pick it up again. And scripture says that there was in those days, like we are seeing the verse saying, Oh, it was dark, but what actually happened was that there was a solar eclipse. There was that much impact from his death that was clearly visible. And so now the question becomes, why would Jesus do something like this? What did he have to gain? Nothing. He had completely nothing to gain for this. But we had every single thing to gain. So scripture says that he bought our ourselves. So he purchased us with a price. A price that was so valuable purchased with the blood and so now because of that sacrifice because of his decrease we increased now we see something so amazing that jesus comes and says that we should follow after his example to correct what was in the beginning because we were created in the image in the beginning but we didn't follow that image but now he's saying follow after this example follow after this example so what do we do how do we get to the point? Does that mean that we have to go and die on the cross too before we are making a sacrifice? No. And Paul captured it so perfectly. Now, I'm taking this verse a bit out of context, but I'm going to read it anyway. It says from verse 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 29. As what else shall, what shall they do which are baptized from the dead? And why stand we in our jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicing which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. Now why is Paul saying this thing? Paul is showing forth an example. An example of something amazing. He says that now by virtue of the very life at work inside of him, which was the life of Christ, which he was imitating, he is being killed every time that he is reducing himself, even physically, emotionally, soul-wise, he is reducing for something to happen. I believe that this is exactly what John captured in, which is John the baptizer said in the book of John, he says, from verse 27, John chapter 3 verse 27, John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except to be given from heaven. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I am not the Christ, but I am sent before him. He that hath 
the bride is the bridegroom. And the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. And so this is like also out of context, but we're understanding something. Joy has seen something that there's a way for life to be continued. Especially if it be the life of God. That the very things that are our own selves. The things that even are, are of our essence, we are able to pour away that we may be filled with something new. And that's the exact same thing Jesus did. And so to imitate Christ means that we may be able to lay down our lives and pick it up again. To die and to be resurrected again. To come onto the sense of pouring our essence that we may be filled up again. That is the life of a believer. That is the life of a Christian. Not we make it look like this is just of suffering. It's not of suffering. It becomes a lifestyle that we live. That he may increase. We must decrease. The very thought of what is ourself rebuilds onto the very life that is himself in us. Just like what Jesus did. So God bless you so much for listening to today's episode. This has been the Zoe Life Podcast and I am your host, Tiffany Zoe. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. God bless.